Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 20 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Did I do it right that time? Yeah, and we're almost okay. old enough to drink. Yeah, we're almost there. Yeah, 20. Next week we can get alcohol. Hey, we're plugging away. That's yeah. not bad. We're almost to the six-month mark. Yeah. We're getting there. All of you, dozens of you, thank you for hanging in there with us. This week's episode, we're going to have to start off with a correction because I forgot the N64 battery story last week. We didn't. There's an Uncharted fan film starring Nathan Fillion, which we all just watched. Uh... Square underestimates Octopath Traveler popularity, resulting in sold-out physical copies worldwide. Uh, Fella on Reset Era hints at Xbox Scarlet consoles and what those might entail. So it's already time for next gen. I really can't believe it, to be honest. Uh, Spider-Man PS4 Pro console and final pre-order scan has been announced. Mario Kart 8 is getting more DLC. And, so sorry, I added this. Astrobot Rescue Mission launches October 2nd <laughs> in the America, physically. <laughs> so we're going to have an update on that story. I am your hotel general manager, Richard Bergman. Joined by executive chef, Russell Bergman. Hey, listen! Alright, am I the fucking concierge? Is that something that isn't going to <laughs> And head, of ha- and head of housekeeping. So that's our concepcy on the second. That's fine. I guess I'll just keep cleaning clothes. clothes. And dishes. And bed sheets. Somebody's used bed sheets. No clean. No, no, no. Bill Hop, Mater D, and then I saw a housekeeper, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's probably going to be him that's going on. It's, it's always me cleaning something every time around. Chief valet. Oh, welcome, guys. We don't have Michael this week. Hopefully he'll be back with us next week. Have you guys been playing any games recently? So sorry. Oh wow, uh, Richard. I'll start off. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up my list. What have I been playing? Somebody fill up the gas. Because most of, ri- most of Richard's my is list. mine as well. So yeah, Russell and I have been playing a lot together. Let me start off with what's not us together then. Yep. I ordered. Uh, there was another one of those eBay sale things, like twenty-five off, one twenty or something like that. So I had my eyes on a Neo Geo Pocket Color, the game system, the handheld. You were talking about one of them. Yep. So I got one. I got one. I got a Metal Slug. I got Sonic Advance. I got Pocket Tennis, which is really good. I got Puzzle Link and Puzzle Bobble Mini, I think is what it's called. And Samurai Showdown 2. So I popped in some of those. And gave them a go. First off, have you seen the Neo Geo Pocket Color? Nope. I should have brought one up. I should have brought it up out of my bag. It is a, uh, it's like a Game Boy Color turned sideways. But the key thing on this. I've seen a picture of it. I have not seen one physically. The key thing on this is the stick. The direction stick on it is Mm. great. Cesar, do you remember from playing yours? Yeah. This thing is amazing. The controls on it is just awesome. Why hasn't someone made a stick like, to me it feels, the clickiness and all that of it, it feels better than the 3DS Circle Pad. Which I rate pretty highly as far as playing games on. Really? That gain still feels high. Turn it down just a little bit. Did y'all think it was kind of loud? That's better, right? Sure. Oh, listeners probably won't tell anyways. Both of them. <laughs> not, in, not in regards to that. I don't think they heard the, the gain being turned down. It's just for us. Um, that Sonic game, Sonic Pocket Adventure, is really good. That's probably the best... Cesar, when you and I went through our Game Gear phase and mm-hmm. we played all those Sonics that came out on Game Gear, I think this one's better than those. It definitely runs a lot better. Yeah, that was the one you can uh, link up to the Dreamcast, right? Yep. There's a Dreamcast ability. We can actually get, uh, it supports a link cable just like the Game Boy. We need to get one and try out that tennis game. Or Samurai. Like, I tried Samurai Showdown, but I'm not a big fighting game fan. Everybody, listeners, friends, everyone knows that about me. 
Um, so I got my ass kicked immediately. I, I just got to learn. It's weapons-based, I guess, Samurai Showdown. I've never played one. It is. Okay. So I just got slashed and sliced and diced and destroyed. But it looked good. And uh, there's a Switch game out right now called Pocket Fighter, I think, that pays homage to these Neo Geo pocket color type fighting games. Because hmm. there's a Fatal Fury, there's Samurai Showdown. Art of Fighting. Art of Fighting, King of Fighters. There's a bunch of them. Sonic was good. That Metal Slug was really good. I forget that with these arcade type games, unless you have one of the anniversary collections or something, like I'm going to go to with the, the Metal Slug uh, anthology that I was playing, uh, you can't save your game. So I kind of just I turned it off. Like, okay, I'll just pop back in. No, it's going to start you at the beginning. So something we've kind of gotten spoiled by recently with not being able to save. and th or We save now versus what we used to be able to do. I'm just kind of hammering along here. It's been a while since I played mine. Somebody bounce something off. It's been a while since I played mine. Let's keep the conversation going. I'm looking up a Sea of Thieves update. Sorry. I'm doing exactly what you do during these things. I'm looking up different things. We got one of those last week. Yeah, we're getting another one too. Is there a new Sea of Thieves update? Yep. Or you're updating on the update again. Talk about it. I was looking up how Dirk Nowinski got re-signed by the Dallas Mavericks. NBA season starting, guys. That's key. So I was on a big SNK Neo Geo kick and I popped in... You and I got this game when the Wii came out, uh, Metal Slug Anthology, Cesar. Yes. And I did not realize, so first off, the process that I started with, I've got the Wii U hooked up still. So I'm like, okay, Wii games, backwards compatible, just pop it in, I'm going to mm. be able to play. I've already got two pro controllers ready to go. Mm -hmm. So I pop in uh, Metal Slug Wii Anthology, right? Right. Uh, you have to get a Wii remote to authenticate the Wii mode. So... I was automatically like, oh, I got to come up here and get one. I didn't have that ready. So I went and grabbed a Wii remote. So I hit that. I'm ready to go in. The control styles that you can select from Metal Slug Anthology, do you remember these? No. It's been, I think the last time I played it was the PS2 and PS4 classics. But I didn't really get that deep into it. In the Wii one? So the Wii one has 1 through 6, including Metal Slug X, which is a remake of 2 in 3's engine. And I was planning to play with the Pro Controller. So the Pro Controller for the Wii U is not recognized on Wii games. I did not know this. Automatic. Really? Thumbs, automatic thumbs down. So I get the classic controller, right? And I plug it in the bottom of the Wii remote. I'm like, okay, I got controls now. That That's not compatible. You either have to play your only options with the Wii game are the Wii remote turned sideways mm -hmm. and GameCube controllers. Mm. So I didn't have the GameCube adapter down there. I wasn't going to come back up here a third time, grab something else, move it back down. I so know, I just played. You already with made it. that investment. You should have. Yeah. I should have just gone ahead and stuck yeah, with just it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> Stick you, with it. Go yeah. up there and be like stupid fucking piece of shit. No wonder you're extinct. You deserve to die. <laughs> so um, it doesn't support that. So it does support the Wii remote turned sideways. I'm like, okay, this isn't going to be so bad. Run, jump, throw grenades. Do you remember how to throw grenades on this game? Is it the B button? No. Is it you have shake? to physically shake the Wii controller. It's almost as bad as Donkey Kong Country. Yes. That's exactly that what the flashbacks That took all the fun out of the game. It totally did, because that was an amazing, amazing game. And having to shake the controller to get Donkey Kong to even roll and move was infuriating. I played the real version on a 3DS. It was better at half the frame rate, because mm -hmm. the controls didn't suck ass. So I had forgotten about this. There's some good games locked on the Wii with bad controls, and I think we're going to encounter more of those the more of those we try to play. That was one of them. Skyward Sword is up there, too. I don't think I've ever played beyond the first level of any Metal Slug game. Never? Oh, Metal God. Slug is good stuff. Thank you. Oh, God, and we actually met him downtown one day. 
right, where else am I at? Metal Slug. So I played Metal Slug 1, and, and then six. just out of curiosity, I played 6. Yes, exactly. See what the uh, improvements were. And it seems like uh, Metal Slug 6 did some scaling, like uh, on Samurai Showdown, how the, kit, the sprites and stuff will move out, like the camera drifts out, and you can see trees and all that in the background. So those are my Metal Slug experiences. Russell, you and I are co-oping the rest of the games on the list. Cesar, you join me for one of the PUBG rounds. Yes, the one that we died the most. We did die a lot. Was, was there one I drove and then we blew up and we all died? There's one you drove, we blew up and died. Yeah. This seems to happen at least once. This was not his fault. I would. I hit a, didn't I hit a sign or something like that? I hit a sign and you were automatically on the ground. Yep. That was one of them too. Yep. Mm. We I, didn't have any successful I, rounds. I could have sworn they were I, near as good as my I could have sworn, I, could have sworn <laughs> I would have drove through the sign, but the sign was stronger than the vehicle. Uh, it yeah. just literally just stopped One us of those, immediately. Yeah. Like the random fences that won't let you pass. Yeah. yeah. But we had a full we had full health and like no damage to the car and everything. We just hit it's it and just yeah, yeah. All I remember is it's like uh, okay. Richard's like, What happened, you bitch? And then somebody <laughs> had to pick him up. <laughs> I was like, what can you do with this? So you want to elaborate on our PUBG experiences? Uh not too heavily. Um I know we've come in second a couple of times, uh, but mainly we were fifth and eighth and I think 14th and 15th a couple of times. It's um, good, odd and even. I know there's one round we played where we were in the top 10 already, yep. and we saw two people in front of us yep. and died. We didn't yes. take out either one of them. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was aggravating. That was the one on Erangel. Erangel? I'm not doing my Frozen joke. I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm going to leave it alone. <clears throat> it's worn out. Uh... There was that one where, before the first circle had closed, it was already down to like 47 people. And by the next circle, it was down to like 23. It was ridiculous. Well, they were just killing each yeah, other in the circle? It was just nuts. And we, or we I dropped. I don't know what happened. We loaded up with like really good stuff. Like we were set from the first drop. And we're just going along the bottom of the circle, making as much distance towards the center of the circle as we could get. And we see two guys ahead of us. And... One by a I don't rock. Even know what happened. One by a warehouse. We had the beat on both of them. Like we saw them before they saw us. I I don't know. I don't know if it was one guy or two people. I don't know. I just know. I saw them. I tried to flank them. I got outflanked and died. And we got the circle to our right, and we got outflanked. Yep. Two idiots. Because I I, <laughs> I was healing, and they popped me in the face, and that was it. And we had good equipment. That happened several times. That happened several times where I got a couple of hits. Uh, I had good stuff and 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 uh, we we were doing making some pretty good headway, and then I would get sniped like once in the face, and instant death. Just instant death. Didn't matter if I had a level two or level three helmet. It wouldn't it would not matter. I never had a level three helmet because so some guy scanning the floor. Like, oh, there's anymore. Russell. Time to shoot him in the head. Pretty I got much. his ass. He's here. Like, so, yeah, he's sitting there like watching me pick up all the good shit. And he's like, finally, yes. now I can kill him. In the, in the loading screen, he was right just, in the crosshair. He was just standing and watching you, like as you're running yeah. around punching people. Yeah, he's just watching you. He's over there, like, yeah, go ahead, pick up the level two boot bag. I see him. Yeah, get that, get that I see him. Yeah. Oh, get that scario. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All those medical supplies. Get them. Get, get those 400 rounds for that scario. Oh, you're gonna win this game, buddy. You're gonna win I need, need, need painkillers. That 3x scope. Yeah. yeah. Pick it up. Pick you're gonna win this. Pain. I like the 3x. Do y'all like the new little in-between scopes? I do. I like the new scopes and I like the new grips and I like that they're dropping more often. Yes. So seems fair, and we've we've won no good. more because of them. we haven't we haven't. I have not won since April twenty sixth. That was my last win. You and I won together. So it's about time, guys. Cesar, we're gonna have to do them squad because we have the best odds. But we need four. We keep jumping into squad, and it's the three of us every time. 
Yeah, and I keep against getting, squads of four. And I'll just drive around and keep getting shot ace like I'm a smooth operator. <laughs> I did play that one night. <laughs> Who did we play with, Cameron, that night? Yes. Me, you, and Cameron? Yep. We can do three squad. Yeah, but we're up against squads of four in the in that round. There'll be four bodies picking our backpacks. I thought for the longest time they put you in like three man squad rounds, but you're just that just keeps you from getting a rando. Yeah, they'll still pop you in squads. You'll still be in the four man. We always so lose anyway. It's like we're at a disadvantage right off the rip. We just have to hide until there's like so twenty like, people left, and we hope that's that four <laughs> people just run over the hills. You see them coming at you. Like, what the fuck? Hunger Games. <laughs> Straight Hunger Games. They're cheating. They're teaming up. It's not fair. <laughs> what else do we play when we're not playing PUBG? What is our current craze? We're going to play this tonight. We are, hopefully. If we, if get, we, out get, of, if we get out of here on yeah. time. Uh, currently playing through Halo. Um, Catorce. On original Com- Xbox? Combat Evolved Anniversary. Yes. Um, Master Chief Collection. You hit me up Sunday. Today is Monday. You hit me up and you it's had... Accurate. Recalled that uh, I had been playing about six months, four months ago. I don't know because I got achievement for it. Apparently, if you pick up the game after three months, (laughs) they reward you for dropping it and then picking it up later. (laughs) Um, So you hit me up, and because I stopped playing at uh, Guilty Spark, 343 Guilty Spark, because fuck that guy. Uh, And we jumped on and wound up playing and almost didn't put it down. We were actually late to a family function. because we didn't want to stop playing. We and beat it right after that. It though, actually right? really wasn't that bad. We beat the library. The library there. wasn't as bad as I remember you and I playing it. Why did we hate it so much? I mean, it goes on too long, but... It was non-stop spawning enemies, and we got lost. It was like a shooting game. Yeah, and we kept running out of ammo. Lost. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. if you get lost or stuck and you... We, we ran out of ammo, remember? Lost. We were just, just running through it. It was the, the Resident Evil yeah. of Halo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never had ammo. <laughs> Uh, I ran into that a couple times, but we just know, we, we ended up forging it. on. There's that one time I tried to run in without a shotgun and only with a rocket launcher, <sighs> and that did not end well. Shrimp everywhere. <laughs> the shrimp. Everywhere. Russell, Russell calls the flood the tiny ones shrimp. There are some it. good. There's some aggravating things in that first game. There's some really good set pieces. It's fantastic. Those rooms. Are you in the? You're in the construct. You're not in the library. Are you in the library at that point? It's after we got the index. We got the index. It's confusing. All these, I, I just don't know where you're getting. Which part are you talking about? The rooms with the multi-tiered, like where we would split. We would go into these rooms oh, to yeah. set off the pulse things or lead to the pulse things, and we would just the. Well, we were in the library, and then we got once we we finished the library by getting the index, and mm-hmm. that's when we got teleported to the center control room right and that was back in the snow part of the halo where we had to then uh fight our way out and then go take down the portals that that's was, what they were yeah. yeah that was way out of the library wasn't it yeah the bridges were fun. fun crossing those bridges on the top yeah but i i love those the rooms i'm talking about is just the set pieces that break down like every mm-hmm. firefight because we would inevitably die or in our case twice once we quit a cutscene away from progressing the story like two hours oh man we landed on a balcony and if we had walked through it we would have gotten the cutscene and beaten that level and gotten a checkpoint but we stopped and went to dinner and came back and had to start like an hour and a half back yep and then we died at the end so we had to restart it again yeah my i lost power yeah just in this corner Mm -hmm. and had to reboot storm so we had to completely restart the game so we played that part three times way too many times should be professionals now 
Should have brought a strategy guide on just that one part. We could write down where every sprite is mm. at this point. I got two uh, rare achievements. I never popped the rare achievement to hear that sound that with the diamond thing. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Did you get any of those? I got one. For beating uh, the par score? Yeah. Oh. But you didn't finish the game. I didn't finish the game. Cesar Syndrome. Cesar Achievement. I still never beat Halo 1. Never beat Halo 1. We did that several times, too. I've seen the ending, but I've never beaten it. So right after we beat 1, we went straight into 2. We went straight this into 2. This was at two. like 11 o'clock last night? Yep. It was worth it. Oh, let's just check it out and see what 2 looks like. Because I remember the cutscenes being good. I don't remember the cutscenes being that great. That was phenomenal. CG was good. The CG was That's amazing. Fantastic. The new uh, young Mrs. Keys, the daughter of the deceased Captain Keys from the first one. That Admiral looks insane. Yep. The new uh, Sergeant Johnson. The Johnson character model mm-hmm. looks great. Had the Master Chief up the way they redid his yeah, character it, model and armor and everything. Even him and his armor look good. And the uh, the Arbiter's armor looked really cool. Arbiter. Arbiter. We have to beat that mission tonight. That's where we are, the mission with the swords, where you stopped back in the day. Yeah. And it was worth it when we played through it to discover that story. That was uh, it was a good twist. Why don't you keep I playing? I think it made for a better story. I beat that game. Oh. Me and him both beat it. I'm talking about when you originally like Stop. when you originally yeah, yeah, yeah. had the Xbox and you bought Halo 2 and you popped it yeah, in. Yeah, when, when they fucking put me on the Arbiter, I'm like, fuck this shit. Right. Yeah. I tried. But playing it years later, you appreciate the story and see what it's worth and all that. It's all right. It's much better. And then we're going to play. Are we still going to, when we beat, because we're catching Russell up so we can continue continue our playthrough with more people. Are we going to go to ODST or are we going to go straight to Halo 3? I want to do it right and do ODST. All right, we're sticking with ODST. Yep. I think I've got ODST. Because ODST, they're dropping in now where we are. Mm -hmm. They're dropping in where we are on Mombasa, New Mombasa. That's yeah. where we are, right? Yeah, I think so. That was a hell of a set piece. Like, that level. I love that it level. It teaches you jumping. It teaches you turrets. It teaches you shooting from different areas that they're coming from. I it's kind play, of a, uh, a level design master. I used to play that level over and over and over again. Because I absolutely loved that level. The scorpion going up over the bridge. I was disappointed mm-hmm. in the remastered because although the orchestral piece was great... It wasn't the music that I was planning on because I had played it so many times that I, I know that one on the Halo 2 album. And so I was waiting for it and it never happened. And I'm halfway across the bridge. Like, no. I'm like, where the fuck is this music? I was playing this game just for the song. Did you switch over and go back to the... Uh, I didn't realize to, it until I was... It does the original the music too. Yeah. That one's crazy how it does that. I didn't realize it did that until that moment. I was like, damn, we got to restart. I'm, I'm ready to go again. It's a good-ass game. Well, we played, what, two or three levels and... We were only talking about doing one. Yeah. Let's just pop it in and see what it looks like. Yeah. Okay, let's play the next level. Nah, all right, what's happening? Let's see where that goes. Wow, the CGI is great. Let's play more. I just hear you after every cutscene. Holy shit. Yes. That looked great. Because it looks fantastic. He said, I just want to watch a movie of that. I was not prepared. Now, they they used to have a Halo um, movie on Netflix that was uh, live action. See, I saw Nightfall on my Master Chief collection. Where does that... Do you know anything about that expanded universe? The content or anything? Uh, that might be the one that tells the story between 3 and... I mean, 4 and 5. What is for, Forward Unto Dawn? Is that the one that's on Netflix? That's the one that's on Netflix. It's pretty good. Is it? Mm-hmm. What does that tell the tale of? Like, what no, does that no, fit into the lore? Forward Unto Dawn is the, um, the new ship that you're on for. 
So that leads into four. That leads into four. I remember hearing that. Okay. The the other one. Do I have that right? Is it Nightfall? It might be Nightfall. Listeners, send your corrections to Russell. No it's, podcast you're, you're, at gmail.com. You're at like the UNSC cadet program training place, and it's like the very end, the Covenant attack, and um, you see Master Chief, and he comes in, but it's like the last minute. It's actually pretty good. It's almost like an Ender's Game kind of style movie. Like the training and all that? Mm-hmm. It's been a long... It was... But 2012 or 2013 when yeah. I saw that so it's been a while so it's like decades I only saw it one it is like decades yeah exactly except not but yeah yeah it's close mm. it's almost it's divisible there. by six is the collection called decades or three <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing out on this one we're just riffing yeah <laughs> I know I like it none of it makes sense yeah now I gotta look it up there's an anime like uh, collection too isn't there yeah. and they do like Similar some cel-shaded like style anime stuff. Tricks type like, directors. yeah like side yeah. stories mm-hmm. of, of the Halo universe there was one on uh, Netflix that I tried to watch not too long ago it was horrible it was like stop action anime that it's did, I couldn't watch it it looked really bad it sounds kind of janky mm-hmm. like graphic novel style movement yeah. what was it what did it talk about what was its um, context I want to say it was uh, First Strike, or not First Strike, um, The Fall of Reach. Because it started Telling off. that story? Started off with Dr. Halsey and whoever that guy is. Mendez. Mendez. I think that was it. Sounds like an 80s action film. Mm-hmm. You need to read Fall of Reach with us. The backstory is great. The it's training. Fantastic. It's good. It's an easy read, too. I'm just Can rolling through it. Can no, no. Come on, 18 books. I got them ready for you. Moby or EPUB. Books? Get out of here. We're only going one of 18, so get ready. Here we go. Year of Halo. Year of Halo. <laughs> Decades of Halo. <laughs> stop your tails. <laughs> nope. Never stop my year tails. <laughs> Decade of Yakuza. Decade of Yakuza. Uh, century of Halo. <laughs> no, Century of Halo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ooh. We're going to play more Halo. Halo, PUBG. That's all I've been playing, so... Listeners, if you have Master Chief Collection you see us on, hit us up. We'll jump into multiplayer and see what the, the maps and stuff look like. Because yeah. Sidewinder puts like 10 Warthogs on each side. I could just imagine if you decked that out like 12 on 12, how crazy nuts. that would get. That would be crazy. We'll yeah. upgrade to that setup one day. Does it even have the capacity for multiplayer? It'd be, probably be broken as hell. Um, they got an update coming. We didn't run into too many problems. We had issues... The first session we had, it kept saying disconnected. It kept flashing, but it wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, what was that Halo Insider thing you sent us earlier? That is a sign-up for the update that Cesar's referencing. Mm-hmm. They're letting people try it out. Um, it's supposed can, to supposedly fix everything, right? You can sign up on mccinsider.com, I think. The link is off Halo Waypoint. Good reference, Russell. And uh, you can sign up to test. And from what I understood, you don't have to own Master Chief Collection. So anybody with an Xbox One can sign up for it, and they can invite you to try it out. Because what they send you, I saw the menu, it was really cool. They send you all the games, and you can down, you can decide what you want to download. Like, it'll, uh, you have the option for Halo 1 campaign only. You can do Halo 2 multiplayer package. You can do Halo 3 campaign only. Uh, Halo 2 co-op campaign. There's, like, it breaks it down. Like, you can add bits and pieces that you want to. But, like Cesar mentioned, it's going to be Xbox One X Enhanced this fall, I think. They haven't they, given a they've date. They've never given a date, yeah. It's just they said it was it's upcoming. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we might hear more about it game time. So this game's like four years old, and they're still working on it and trying to keep it from being broken. I mean, they just want to fix the net code. I think that's the only thing that's left, right? That is what it is, because I would... The issues I ran into, the bugs... Hey, 343, if you're listening, here's my rundown. Uh, the disconnect errors, 
uh, the second session Russell and I did, he could add me and be the squad leader and set the game up, and I couldn't even see that he was playing the game. So I just got sent an invite when I was trying mm-hmm. to join. Yeah. I could see you playing, and I was trying to join, but it, it, but they were both grayed out, and I knew you were just in a blank session. Right. Um, after the cutscenes, after every cutscene, I saw blades of grass, like all in the top of the, the foreground of the screen, and the water in the background, like like I'm way up off the water. Mm. <laughs> it was great. That's what I asked you. I was like, are you seeing the grass and water after every cutscene? Yeah. So I would see that, and then when we beat Halo 1, the second session that we did on that, something was, well, I should have just rebooted at that point. Yeah. But that second session, probably every five to ten minutes, I would be moving and be in the middle of an animation like a grenade toss, and the screen would just freeze. And then half a second, two seconds later, I would be where the movement, where everything was in that, like in that time period where it lost. So it would freeze, but in that time period that, that I didn't get to see, everything else would have been moving. Like I would have thrown the grenade, I would have moved to the left, I would have been mid-jump and like completed my jump. The grunt would have come around and hit me with something. So that's what I said, and it did yeah. it to us on that last Warthog run. Yeah. When you beat one, I was running into that where I was like, what am I supposed to do here when right. I'm trying to finagle around all those pillars and stuff? Yeah. I think the only thing I really ran into is when, that, when my sound went out, but it was only when I was shooting. So I could still I could still hear things <laughs> happening around and like I could hear my gun reloading, but I would sit here and fire and it wouldn't do anything. It'd just be quiet. I'm like, what is happening? It's actually kind of cool. It's no, like when you're watching it was a weird. It's like when you're watching a ball game and the announcer's mic's cut off and you just get like five to ten minutes of just baseball, just like the ball hitting the mid or like a football game. You just hear pads clash and you don't hear people color commentary and all that. Except you hear, or rather, you see all or, or, hell or. breaking loose. And, like, there's all these explosions, and you've already been playing for three hours, so your brain is already in tune to be hearing these things. Yeah. And nothing is happening. You don't have the comforting... Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? You know, it's going to lull you to sleep, the gunfire? Yeah, pretty much. Ah. The vibration is just kind of, you know... Easy down. We were all raised on different lullabies, Cesar. Ours was gunfire. Hmm. Halo gunfire. What was yours? I don't know, man. Is that our Halo recap? Yep. Oh, yeah, that's about it. We just turned off our thrusters. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Jeep coming, guys. Look out the window. Cesar, what have you been playing, sir? Still in my year tails. More tails? Always tails. Totals los tails. Tails only. You don't like my tail. <laughs> you don't like my tails miles per hour. Mm, I saw you erased that, it. But I was like, mm. <laughs> or PUBG. That was interesting. Which you already spoke on. Yes. Um, outside of that, I just went ahead and kept playing on uh, Tales of Asperia. Not Vesperia? No, you got me doing it now. It's Basaria. Yeah, I don't know. Wisteria? No. Wisteria. That's the Georgia one. Basaria. How many times are we going to make that joke? That's why I, I said... I don't know. We're on Ladies like and gentlemen, four. keep coming back. <laughs> so... <laughs> that's ours to be washing clothes. <laughs> to make a... Yeah, Either on a space shuttle clothes. or at a hotel or on a boat. <laughs> Equipment manager. <laughs> I'm on a boat. You had a different role last week. How's you were like wardrobe. Manager? Weren't you wardrobe I still wash clothes. <laughs> it's, still, it's still me handling clothes. Hey, we gave you the, the creative freedom and the liberties to decide the wardrobes. And I could have been like a hotel connoisseur, but no. Mm-hmm. We've got bigger plans for you. Yeah. <laughs> Towels. <laughs> sheets. <laughs> Ooh, sheets. <laughs> hotel sheets. <laughs> oh, then there's that. Yep. They mm. Crumpled up and shamed, thrown in the corner. Yeah. Oh. Russell's dumping food that he burns into it. 
And somebody's drinking too much and just You're executive chef. Yeah. That's true. That is true. You're I'm actually using the sheets to clean the pants. And all those people that are... come clean these sheets. <laughs> all those people you're feeding are just shitting in their sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's non-stop just shitting. I'm filled in the complaints. Yeah. yeah. Stop eating the food. <laughs> I'm just giving so, everybody food poisoning. They can't make it. This is the, the worst. Ho- this is the worst hotel either. What a bunch of idiots. The no podcast hotel. I know some hotel managers. You do? Yeah. yeah Local? Do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's a popular job. I know a couple too. Cool. But outside of that, uh, Missouri, I finally got to the point where uh, Velvet is on her quest for revenge. Um, this is the revenge story one or the mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky one? No, no, no. Zestaria is the happy-go-lucky one. Of course. So Basseria, Which one was on sale? I just saw one on sale. Zestaria, which takes place after Basseria. Okay. So those games are interconnected. Uh, I already ran into the first character that was in Zestaria, but is in Basseria. So they're starting to link the stories up a little bit more. The timelines are intersecting? I mean, even though the game takes place a thousand years apart, but yeah. Some of these people are uh, what they call Molochs, and they just don't die, so... But Molochs. Yeah, it's kind of like a... Like the thing from Time Machine? H.G. Wells? Mm, maybe. Aren't those Molochs? The the sea creature race he runs into? Yeah. Or is it something else? Subterranean. It's like Malochs. They might be called Malochs or Molochs or something Malachs. like that. They just don't... They don't really age or Molochs. anything like that. But, um... <laughs> what? Molochs. Molochs. <laughs> M-O-L-L. Can, can we have the country of origin, okay. please? I keep getting lost in what I'm talking about because we get through so long past. <laughs> Russell, yeah. could you please use mollusks in a sentence? Mollusks in a sentence? Mollusk. Um, Cesar ate the mollusks. Cesar ate the mollusk. I cooked the mollusks for the hotel guests. Cesar served them on the sheets. <laughs> so, as I continue the story in the game... <laughs> the mollusks scampered across the sheets. Russell undercooked the mollusks. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't play any games this week. So, <laughs> go just, on, sir. I can't finish. Go on, sir. We'll, we'll let you. Ro- we usually end up doing this I mean, to Russell. It seems like where it gets aggravated. I mean, we're like 15 <laughs> minutes in my talk, and I've yet. I've we're only at the 30 minute mark. 30 minutes for gameplay. <laughs> 30 minutes for news, and we're set. We're only on our first mollusk. There's a whole family of them. Wait, I thought you said mollusks. Mollusks. We're just doing mollusk. Mollusk. Oh, that changes everything. Now we gotta start over. Russell cooks a mollusk. <laughs> for the hotel guest. <laughs> Go ahead, Cesar. What else are you playing, sir? We're losing him. He's gone. Yeah. I'm looking at this trade from the Hawks right now. Hawks trades. Mm-hmm. Basketball news. But outside of that, now I can finish my story. It's not even close to being season. <laughs> when is basketball season? October. Yeah, it's nowhere close. Get summer, out of here. summer league just finished up. They're still playing NBA stuff on ESPN Top 10. What the hell is that all about? And it's from like five weeks ago. Yeah. Who do you follow in the NBA? I just follow the sport. Just the sport? Mm-hmm. I bought into that one Hawks season and they disappointed me after that. So yeah, kind of out. Yeah, they're in a full rebuild right now. I don't I don't like the basketball business of how you can like trade whole teams away or one guy, they can clear their salary cap and one guy can land and start making all these decisions with the general manager. It's just a weird... No, the system's broken ever since uh, Golden State signed KD. So That's what did it? Oh yeah, he broke it after that. So what opened that up? Because it seems like other sports have they increased the the max the cap. Pay. Yeah, they can increase the cap, and so they get all these ridiculous teams designated players. Like you can't do that in in NFL football. You have a tr- you have a salary cap, yeah. but you don't have these people like 
deciding where they're going to go as far as, you know, they're not a free agent. They're calling their own trades and stuff. It's just random. I don't get basketball. Well, it works. I mean, there's a luxury tax, too. So even if you go over, then they just charge. I mean, the Cavaliers was paying like $130 million a year for their luxury tax. So they mm. just overpaid and they get charged a tax and they just pay the tax. Like the Red Sox do in baseball yeah. and the Yankees. Pay to win. The threshold. Yeah. yeah. It's where pay to win came from. Cleveland doesn't have it now, do they? No. Pay to play, pay to win. They're done for until he goes back to retire. Mm, they got Colin Sexton on there. He's pretty good. Somebody was saying LA fans hate LeBron out there. They don't want him. He has a lot the deal of behind uh, that. It's a lot of animosity between that and uh, Kobe Bryant. That's why. Because mm. everybody talks about how good LeBron is, but nobody really gives any anything to Kobe. Kobe. He, he got plenty of recognition when he was. Winning championships. Right. Maybe I'm a casual outsider basketball it's, fan. It's so. always who's better, LeBron or or Jordan. Oh. He, Kobe's never in the conversation. Why do we break things down like that? Like, we always... People love lists. Like, lists are the biggest clickbait type things. And, like, you'll see top five. Game Boy Color games. You're like, well, let's see what this person says. It it's just yeah. an opinion. It's no definite. Right. These are not the five best Game Boy Color games. This top is just what somebody fucking came up with. Yeah. People want to define these things, and they're, they're huge... Uh, reads and stuff like that. So what you're saying is we need to start lists. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Next week, top five Game Boy Color games. Not backwards compatible. It has to be exclusive Game Boy, Game Boy Color games. You didn't play any color games on Advance? Nope. Just Advance? Just Advance. Do we want to do top five Game Boy Advance games? We can do that too. All right. Wars. We start off with NBA basketball. We start off with Mullis. Cesar got mad at us for the Mullis talk. We ended up he with still no. It, it, his, I'm pulling. I'm pulling the play. same thing like like uh, Russell did last time when I, I eased up on Russell after that. Where it's like, well, if you let me finish. Uh, so I was like, I'm I'm deep in trying to explain that, and we just go off on a tangent. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, and by the time we get back to me, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about because <laughs> I'm like, you you took so long to get there. So I mean, jabs, not like long winded stories. So mollusks, go on. They call mollusks, 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 mollusks. The things from Time Machine. No. We're back here. Oh, God, it is a time machine. All right, so let's come up with top five Game Boy Advance <laughs> games. No, let him finish the story. See, I, I want to hear about the Molochs. No, he turned no. into game content. Go ahead. No, you were talking about H.G. Wells. We're not going into science fiction and Jules Verne and all that. That's not where this podcast is going. We're not steering that ship into sci-fi. <laughs> Go ahead. Top five. Bridge crew. No, we're going to come up with our list and discuss next week. I like this. That way listeners look forward to it. It's the whole clickbaity click part. Come back next week. Find out what each member of the NoFiCast thinks about the Game Boy Advance. Their top five titles to must own. Will, ever, will Cesar ever finish the games played? Probably not. Probably not. Maybe tune in next week yeah. <laughs> to find out. This was the same thing that happened last week, too. <laughs> the Year of Tales continues. <laughs> this week on Year of Tales with Cesar Concepcion. Go ahead, sir. The floor is all yours. Let me f- let me just find something that. You know what? I'm just gonna do this in two seconds, so we don't have to sit there and. Uh... We like to hear your games play. So outside of that, I, I just played Tales of Heart R, uh, some more Mob Love, the Captain Vita Todd, one. PUBG, and Forgotten Man. You're playing Captain Todd on which console? Captain <laughs> <laughs> El Capitan Todd, Captain Toad. You're playing on which console? Switch? Ah, uh, PC. 3DS? What are you playing on? <laughs> Michael was playing the 3DS one last week. It looked pretty good. So I was playing on Switch. Uh, I'm already up to the third book. 
Uh, I've already completed the first one with uh, Captain Toad and the second one with Toda, and now it's on the third one where they go back and forth between each other, which is the longest one. Okay. That came out the same day as Octopath, right? Yeah. It did. The double doozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you double dip? No. Mm. What? Both Captain Toads? Captain Toad and Octopath. Yes. Did you start Octopath yet? No. I haven't either. I was wondering. I'm going to start up the demo. I think Michael said he had played it, so I was wondering. It is on his list of play games. We listened to that soundtrack last week. Michael just shout really loudly at the mic. I'll pick it up. Excellent, excellent review. Glad you could chime in there, Michael. That was great. Mm -hmm. He sold me. I'm definitely going to start the demo. For sure. It's three hours, for listeners that don't know, the demo is actually the first three hours of the game. So and your progress carries over because I was telling a coworker this. He's like, I don't want to download the demo, play it, like it, go buy it, and then play it all over again. I told him your progress carries over, and apparently it's like super fluid the it's way a, they the way they do it. It's a pretty cool concept. I, I ran out of time and I wound up never playing it. And of course we jumped into Halo and PUBG nonsense. We played a shit ton of PUBG last week before we now jumped into Halo. It was every night and yeah. Saturday and Saturday. Yeah, we did a lot of diving. We did a lot of dying. Iron Man diving. Parachute. Is that all of our games played? So that's how you wrapped it up? Pretty much. They didn't finish telling us about the Mollocks. No, I just read off the list. That's what I played this week. We can continue. All right, so our correction from last week. I even mentioned it in the intro, uh, the N64 battery story. We did not cover this. So that's how you think this is non-news. So I kind of do too like as I've read over it again. It's 10 games, and the whole batteries with console games and things like that, I don't know that I've had an issue with because... There's a Legend of Zelda cartridge in there right now. I'm sure if we plugged it in, the original NES one, my save will be on there. Like those batteries, they're rated for certain, uh, you know, lifelines, I guess. I don't know what the... They're Half-lives. Rated. Half-lives, there we go. Our radiological insight. Uh, they're rated to last for a certain amount of time, but I've always seen them to, like, overextend. I've seen them. I mean, the Game Boy ones fell often, so... They do? Mm-hmm. You've had them happen? I haven't gone back and played them a lot, but I do read a lot of stories of people putting Pokemon for the Game Boy Advance back in yeah. there, and they can't save their games. See, I was worried about... I, someone, no, my Pokemon Blue! Someone stole my red years ago, <sighs> and the only piece I have from it, when my storage space got yeah. broken into, but uh, the only piece I have from that is that save is going to go away eventually anyways. So, that does suck, though. We had everything on Blue. That's the last... I would say that's the last game I like got everything out of. Yeah. Red and Blue. We tore those up. Yeah, we did. All 151, maxed out teams. Destroyed the Elite Four. Destroyed the Elite Four. So this N64, uh, this is from a reset era thread. Back in the early days of the 64, a lot of games used SRAM batteries for game saves, while others used the memory pack. The drawback to the SRAM battery is that it has a lifespan of about 15 years, give or take. Here are the 12 N64 games that used SRAM batteries. We may have some of these. 1080 snowboarding. What could you save on there? Races and ghosts? Riders and mm-hmm. all that? Yeah, okay. your times and records and stuff. Uh, F-Zero X, the racing game. I imagine that's more of the same stuff. Harvest Moon 64. Do you have a physical copy of that? I do. The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Excellent. Another excuse to play it. That's a big one. I've got a different save copy on like five different versions, so I'm okay. I've got to play it once a year anyways. What battery is this in the 64? Can you? How easy is this to replace? Is it the same CR? It's just a watch battery. Twenty thirty. Same thing in the Game Boy Advance. You can swap those. Oh, out. it's a watch battery. Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking, I just put one in that Neo Geo Pocket Color. It actually has like a horoscope and a calendar, and a, it's got like PDA, basic PDA type functions. Same thing in the NES ones. 
NES, Super Nintendo, they're just wash batteries. Are they? Mm-hmm. I figured the NES and Super NES would have the bigger, bigger style ones, but I guess they don't. Like the Sega Saturn memory backup thing in the 2032s? Yeah, 2032. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. Mario Golf. The New Tetris. Ogre Battle 64. Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil. That was good. Super Smash Brothers. What? So the four characters you could unlock, they'll go away. Uh, there's Listeners, there's, there's YouTube tutorials on how to switch these batteries out and not lose your save. It looks kind of hairy, but... If it's worth not having to unlock Luigi again. And Jigglypuff, go for it. Uh, WCW NWO Revenge and WWF WrestleMania 2000. Those batteries may be getting ready to expire. I have all of these games. Even Ogre Battle. You have all of them? I have Ogre Battle. I have a majority of those. Ogre Battle? But I have Ogre Battle also on Wii and Wii U. So. Our next bit of news... The Uncharted film starring Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake. Um, this has been requested for years. And you guys watched it and talked me into watching it in pre-production. That is a damn good fan film. It's pretty good. It's amazing. They did really, really well. Stephen Lang is one of my favorite actors anyways. He was so good in Avatar and everything else I've seen him in. Yep. He was really good. And I love Nathan Fillion. Um, I'm, his work. I'm kind of oh, so... so good. I don't appreciate that character as much. Like, when I see that Destiny character, I'm like, yep, that's him. No. You gotta watch Firefly. Just watch that's Firefly. That's what I have to, that's because, what I have to uh, do. Because Captain Malcolm Reynolds is Nathan Drake. Is almost. he? Yeah, it's, a, it's very similar. The space He's, cowboy. Yeah, that kind of gray area in terms of morals, ethics. Han Solo-esque. Might be a pirate. Might be a thief. Might be, you know, just a good guy trying to do stuff. Very Han Solo-esque. Scruffy looking nerf herder. Yep. So the fan film was awesome. I appreciate y'all uh, insisting that I watch that. It was really well done. It was very good. You think they'll end up elaborating on it, making a sequel, making a full-fledged film? No, I think you just said it was a love letter. I mean, the one that Sony's got on there is a, it's a prelude. Yes. Who's behind that one? Uh, Tom Holland is tapped to play young Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. I did see that story. Yep. So The, um, the supposed director of the Metal Gear movie has been tweeting a lot of stuff. Jordan Voigt Roberts. Mm-hmm. Every day he's talking about Metal Gear stuff. Like he he got art various artists to draw out different scenes and stuff. It's actually a pretty cool thread to follow. I think he's getting ready to unveil the curtain pretty soon. You think so? I think they'll yeah. drop a trailer or something. No, I don't think they started filming yet. I mm-hmm. think he's still working on the script. But he's he's in this uh, Kojima circle, like with uh, Mads Mikkelsen and Guillermo del Toro and them, mm-hmm. like like taking pictures with them at restaurants and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What has he done? I'm not familiar with that director. Godzilla. That's his big thing? That was his first movie, I believe. I know Kojima was a huge fan. Mm. And he likes that kaiju type stuff, too. Matthew Roderick Godzilla? Ooh. No, the real Godzilla. We loved that when we were kids. We did. I just got that so I could watch it in 3D. I haven't seen it yet. I'm trying to think of when, if you think that he's going to drop something pretty soon, what would be the next thing that's coming up? Kojima? drop something, like a trailer. Or not a trailer, but an announcement. Make an announcement. Um, I'm kind of tired of seeing Death Stranding stuff at this point. Are we not talking about Kojima? No, he's talking about the movie. The Metal, Metal Gear He's movie. talking about them making, potentially making an announcement sometime soon. That's all. I'm, it I'm, seems I'm like he's... Since we just got done with San Diego Comic-Con, 
Uh, that would have been other, a good time. What other kind of big show is coming up? When's Gamescom? Next month. That is August. Next one after that, it's going to be uh, Paris Games in October. Mm-hmm. Is Metal Gear a big European franchise as well? And they're the ones that got the European Extreme Mode for their versions. Where they have no radar. You get uh, spotted once, game over. Damn. You can't continue. No saves. That's intense. They call it European Extreme. You ever played like that? No. I think they always put them in the subsistence modes. But those I'm not that good at stealth. I suck at it. I mean, we tried playing Twin Snakes about a year ago, and we got caught by like the first three people. Couldn't make it to the first room. <laughs> I've been interested to play Metal Gear Solid One here recently. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to. I need. I still haven't beat three. Snake Eater's good stuff. Did you finish your Snake Eater playthrough? You dropped it. No, I'm. So, I, I go through it here and there. Yeah, that's your Vita pick up and go. Mm-hmm. I'm right on the bus, so I've been playing a lot of Tales and that. So. You are riding the bus. Mm-hmm. Cool. Smart. Back I wish I could do that. That would get some way more handheld time, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives me about an hour and a half a day. I wish my time was consistent enough to where I could do that. All right, there's uh, rumors about the Xbox Scarlet console. They mentioned this at E3 at the end of the show. Phil Spencer was like, hey, we're working on the next Xbox. This is from Reset Era. Um, it's, a, it's a quote from a guy named Brad Sams. I've never heard of any stuff from him before, have you? Whoever they got the rumor from is for somebody who has leaked out credible stuff before. Yeah, the article mentions that Brad Sams is a well-reputed Microsoft journalist that knows a lot of Microsoft mm-hmm. insiders. So he says, first off, Microsoft, this is a quote, first Microsoft is building a traditional console that you would expect from the Xbox brand. I think it's important to point this out to those who prefer to have all their hardware locally will have an option with the next generation Xbox. As for the specs, it's still early. That's not a quote. Um, Scarlet Cloud, as one person called it, is the game streaming service that we've all been envisioning since Microsoft showed off a demo game streaming at its all-employee meeting back in 2013. But this time, Microsoft has a path to bring it to market. The second console the company is working on is a lower-powered device that is currently planned to ship with the next-generation device that is designed for game streaming. The catch is that they think they figured it out. I'm trying to find the right summary. Uh, it says both will probably launch at the same time. 2020 is what he's saying. I think the key part of this, besides there being two options, like side-by-side, side, is the cloud box will cost supposedly around $99 to $125. That's crazy. Next generation Xbox, streaming only, but you can get into that ecosystem for 100 bucks. What do we think? It's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. It is. And you're big into Game Pass, so you're already like their, their customer. They're going to hone in on you. They'll do even better once they get it on a phone. Yeah. I know that's part of their Scarlet mm-hmm. plans, too. Uh, we have anything else to add on that? All Scarlet next-gen games will run on both the Cloud Box as well as on the actual Scarlet console. So that way there won't be any, like, uh, uh, runs better on so-and-so versus so-and-so. Yeah. It'll just be your choice. For now. Until they need the mid-year upgrade. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, from Brad Sams on that one. That's our next story. Spider-Man PS4 Pro console. Cesar, you pre-ordered this. I did. What are you getting with with your Spider-Man PS4 Pro console? Standard game. Um, I guess the final DLC voucher. Is it the Velocity one that everybody keeps talking about? The Velocity skin? Mm-hmm. Trying to read this article. I don't see it in the blast from Polygon. But there is a skin included? Yes, it's an exclusive DLC. Just for that console? Yes. 
So the system is a red system with a white Spider-Man logo on it. You know what? They missed out on the opportunity to have the uh, PlayStation 3 Spider-Man font. Like, put that on there somewhere. Remember how they carried that over? About, yeah. Uh, so it's a one terabyte PS4 Pro and controller bundle. That controller looks really good, too. Russell, you're considering getting this. Yep. They announced, this, jump, at, they announced this at Comic-Con. I love that red. Spidey red is the official color. It looks amazing. It does look good. In addition, new story, and a new suit for Spidey, the Velocity suit. That's yeah. what they showed off, but is that what the DLC that's in the console? Um, I'm thinking that's what it is, because all these DLCs have just been skins. It's not like additional stories. Yeah, I just see. It's this final build. It's a third and final pre-order bonus. I think, I think it's for that pro bundle. Not Man. a bad-looking console. So if you're in the market like Russell for a PS4 Pro and you were going to get Spider-Man anyways, pretty good combo. And like Cesar said, you get the physical disc with it. It looks amazing. Yeah, for three ninety nine, so you basically get the game. Get the console for like three three thirty nine. Get a pro for three forty, and that's not mm -hmm. bad at all. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance the PS4 Pro gets a price drop between now and then? It has never dropped. It's always been three ninety nine, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's what I got mine for. Mm hmm I, I, we should be seeing price drops probably next year. And then getting ready for you the next we'll get gen. some get some this holiday? Maybe. Try to get some more PlayStations and houses. I mean, at this point, they're at the end, so they're getting ready to launch in 2020, so. Damn, we're already there. I feel like we just did line for PS4s. Yeah. No, I found that picture on my iCloud backup the other day of mm -hmm. the line where we were number one and number two in the line. That was crazy. Next up, we have new Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC. And PS4 came out in 2013, so been seven years. Jeez, it just doesn't, it just doesn't like seem like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the games didn't lug on like they did the last gen. Right. Or it just lasted too long and people were ready for something different. Yep. Yeah. Because I've brought this argument with uh, with you before, like where the games started outpacing the hardware. Mm -hmm. Like they just didn't play like they were supposed it was to. Just Dishonored, Skyrim. Fucking sequel every year. Mm -hmm. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. So there's new Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC. Did you guys see this story? Yeah. It was with um, Breath of the Wild. Zelda stuff. Motorcycle and Tunic. You can play as Champions, Champions Tunic Link, riding the Master Cycle Zero, and it's a free update. You also get Ancient Tires and mm -hmm. the Paraglider parts. And it went live instantly, so. It's crazy. When they announced it, it went live, so. That's pretty cool. Y'all like this added stuff, just throwing it out there for free? Hell I yeah. mean, they had made a comment <laughs> months before that they were going to continue to update Mario Kart 8. It's still so. an MPD. We read off Mario Kart mm -hmm. when we do top 10 Switch games. It's yeah. still charting. It's still one of their big sellers. I need to get back on that. I was playing it about a month ago trying to clear out the cups, but mm -hmm. they started getting super difficult around 150. I started yep. having a little bit of trouble. Yeah, that was. I, I will win the first one, and then I'll come in second on the second one, and then I'll come in like eighth on the third one. And, and I'm going for I'm going for the three star gold. Yep. So I can't. As soon as I finish second, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Yep, same here. Start over. It's always one motherfucker that ruins it all. <laughs> yeah, I know. You'll get a blue shell right at the end of it. I'll get first in all of them, and the last one I'll get like second. I'm like. Mm. Alrighty, next story. Every time. I hope we get to see more stuff. What would y'all want from future Mario Kart 8 DLC? Solid Snake. Mm. Runs around in a uh, cardboard box. That's pretty good. Yep. Just the box. Just the box. It's got wheels on the side. And oranges. Wasn't it oranges and Metal Gear Solid 1 that the box was labeled after? There, there's one car racing game with Snake and Ninja. That Konami Crazy Racers? For GBA. I forgot they were in it. Mm -hmm. That's a good-ass game, too. 
I'm kind of on a retro like a handheld Super game. Super Nintendo Mario Kart clone. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing like Ganondorf in it. They're already doing the Zelda DLC. Exactly. What if when you secretly like you win all the races with the new tunic, you get like Calamity Ganon? That would be nuts. I thought you said Gandalf for a second. That too. I would like to Gandalf. See, I would like to see now Gandalf. Now that's a crossover. <laughs> there we go. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, he must be talking Ganon. Yeah. It makes more sense. You pass by him, you get red shell. You will not pass. <laughs> <laughs> he taunts you with that. Dude, imagine. You know how at the end of Mario Kart races, you get the little highlight clip? Imagine the Gandalf reels you would so, get with the fucking staff and everything. You get the gray and you fall off the map. You can come back as a white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Gandalf racer. That's awesome. Lord of the Rings card edition. <laughs> I did not see. I'm totally thinking Nintendo franchises. I did not see the conversation going on. Yeah. <laughs> Super Gandalf racer. All right, Cesar, you added this story. Astrobot rescue mission launches October 2nd in the America, physically. What are we getting physically in America on October 2nd? Physically, a physical, physically, physically, <laughs> physical game. We're going to get physical October 2nd. Physical, physical. So I saw this when you put it down in the in the notes. Mm-hmm. I saw it and I, I read Astro Boy for some reason, so it never clicked with me. And I read the story earlier in the week who Astro Bot is, mm-hmm. and I think this is one of our favorite things from VR. All of us. It's one of the better platforming games. It's one of those ones that actually kind of changed the way platforming was for me playing in in the VR landscape. So yeah, what collection was this on? That was on the playroom. The playroom VR playroom. So you remember this playing as the robot? Couldn't and- get my shit to work. It didn't work for you? I put it in and it's only like a, a the claw machine game thing, but it that's all it does. It you gotta you gotta go a little bit further. Yeah, I would I couldn't get anywhere. I don't know what was happening. You need a walkthrough for the playroom? Something. I need a strategy guide. Yeah, it's game if I cue it. But uh you played it here with me, didn't you? Yeah, we yeah, played yeah. it, yeah. So this is the platformer um that came with that playroom bundle and you got to like jump and Oh, you got it. It was a 3D platformer from the yeah. VR perspective, and they did really. You were telling me about this before I had VR, and it was one of the first things that I tried out when I got my PlayStation VR. And it's it's a cool ass experience. It's one of the best mm-hmm. PSVR exclusive experiences. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like people were clamoring for a full fledged game. It sounds like we got one, and this is it. Yeah. And I saw forty something levels. I think. I'm I'm supported day one. It was fantastic because that was one of the first things you had me play when uh, you showed me VR. Yeah, Cesar was like, "This is the this is the first time I've played a platformer, and it felt new and different since Mario 64." Mm. I think is what you told me. Mm-hmm. Big praise. Uh, this is developed by a Japan studio. I love their stuff. They did a um, Gravity Rush. I think they worked on Shadow of the Colossus. Is the Ico team? What else did Japan studio do? Some of my favorite stuff. It's uh, Alan Gravity Becker's Rush, team. Yeah. They did all the Team Ico stuff. That is with co co with them. Mm-hmm. Knack. Knack. They do a lot of JRPG stuff like White Knight Chronicles. Mm, they assist the level five in that. Take that back. Yeah, uh, Team Michael and Project Siren are part of them. I thought mm-hmm. I had it right. Loco Roco, The Last Guardian, Knack, Patapon, Ape Escape. That's how they got their start was Ape Escape. So if y'all like some of these games that this uh, and you have PlayStation VR, which I know several of our listeners do. This would be a good experience. It's only 40 bucks, 32 at Best Buy if you still have GCU, which we'll be hitting up. Uh, this is the story from PlayStation Lifestyle. You team up with Astro, the lead character and captain of the spaceship full of adorable robots. 
Because in that demo game, you were like collecting them. You were trying to mm-hmm. find your shipmates. Trying to rescue them. Uh, together, it's your job to rescue his crew. So it sounds like the same type of gameplay. You play as Astro, controlling him with the PS4 DualShock controller. At the same time, you play as yourself, interacting with the environment in a godlike manner. This combination of interactions and the fact that varied perspectives available due to VR are meant to maximize the platform potential while creating a unique experience for platforming fans. $40. Pre-order bonuses include Astrobot Avatars, a dynamic theme, the full digital soundtrack. October 2nd in the America, and October 3rd in Europe. Nice. I think, I think we're all looking forward to that. I still need to get Moss, though. Yes, you do. I need to finish Moss. What's my next story? What do we have? What do we have? This is the most disorganized news I've put together. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Russell's going to give us our weekly Sea of Thieves update. Have you played anymore? I have not. You've only played PUBG and... Master yes, Chief Collection. I blame you. Your PS4 is looking kind of long. No, you were playing God of War not too long ago. I was playing God of War and I was also playing Bridge Crew last week. Was it Bridge Crew? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's on sale right now. Yes, you it's need to It's $21.99? Mm-hmm. So what do you get with that? Because you were trying to tell me the breakdown of that, the content. That was a complete collection for twenty one ninety nine. That's all yeah. of it, right? Yeah. yeah. But the game by itself is usually nine or fourteen ninety nine. No, excuse me. It's nineteen ninety nine. It's twenty it's bucks by itself. And then the uh, TNG, the next generation DLC, is fourteen ninety nine by itself. What does that give you? That's the uh, the new ship, the new uh, Borg missions, the new avatars, Borgs, Borg, data. data. Oh, he's in it. You can make yourself to be data. That's cool. Yeah. So did the did it upgrade the uniforms on the hands and stuff? Yes. You're moving so the you, move control. You, well, you got the TNG uniforms. Okay. You got the reading um, rainbow guy too. You can be the reading <laughs> rainbow guy. LeVar <laughs> <Lavar> Burton. <laughs> it was hilarious. Reading rainbow VR. Reading rainbow. Anyways, back to Sea of Thieves. Uh, they released an update uh, Tuesday. They have a recurring schedule like most places. Um, most games, rather. A lot of various fixes here and there. They also made some certain changes that a lot of people were trying to guess and figure out. One of which was the different pennants and flags that you can change. On the center met the mizzen mast, as it's called, the center mast. So if you're uh, driving a, the galleon, this is a deep dive. Yep, you can. Uh, anyways, you can change it to different things, and the different pennants will change accordingly. They've taken that ability out, and we couldn't figure out why. The next day, they released the trailer for the cursed sails, the DLC that's launching in on July 31st, just right around the corner. Free uh, DLC. F- yes, Content free DLC. Update. Yep. Content update. I think everything they've done has been free, right? Everything they've done has been free. It's cool. To include the Perfect Dark um, thing that they're going to launch here pretty soon. I've already got the Banjo-Kazooie one. So that you could pay for. But it doesn't do anything. It's just cosmetic. It's just cosmetic. Yeah. And you don't have to pay for it with real money. You can pay for it with the... Okay. Now, currently, they're doing a thing where you can get the Perfect Dark mask. Uh, You pay for it, and they um, will give it to you early, but that's it. Um, and it's, I think right now they're doing a sale on their website to where you purchase something and then they give you the code. I don't think you buy it outright. Um, but it is an early access thing currently going on. Right. Back to the cursed sales. Um, super exciting. This is kind of one most people were actually looking forward to. That This is the one where they're introducing skeleton, rogue skeleton crews on the seas that will actually fight you back. As well as some unknown story to go along with it. People are thinking that it might be the Flying Dutchman or... Or some other the thing. skeleton pirates. Skeleton pirates. Okay, so I had to say, you have my skeleton pirates. Skeleton pirates. You're down. Skeleton mm-hmm. pirates. No, I mean it's not 19.99 yet, but it's 24.99 on GameFly. Did you see that? I saw that, and I see 29 also. So. It's 9.99 on Game Pass. Hmm. Yeah. 
What you're like four months in now though, right? Yeah, but I just bought like six months. On, oh, uh, you got it when it was cheap. I yep. should have jumped on that deal. Yep. Because so, everything we've talked about playing recently has been on Game Pass for you. I know. Banjo-Kazooie, Halo 5, you're still playing Sea of Thieves. Still playing Sea of Thieves. Yep. Um, Master Chief Collection's not on there yet. It's not, but that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this uh, the if you haven't checked out the trailer, I would definitely suggest looking at it because it's, it's a great, fun little animation. Um, and also reading about the content that they're going to be releasing sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like it's actually adding a lot of uh, content to the game that a lot of people were maybe not super excited about because alongside the uh, random crews of skeletons running around, uh, getting back to that original story that I was getting onto about the different changing pennants, the idea is that it's going to be the Alliance system. You can go out and suggest to other ships that you may encounter that you're looking to set up an alliance to take on either other people in PvP or these ghost ships in PvE. So um, I think they're they're making some changes to uh, not only help out the people that have been hardcore players and enjoy the PvP aspect, but also to those that are maybe sick and tired of always getting killed because they suck at pirating and they don't like... uh, the pirate element of the pirate game, um, so I think it's a uh, it's definitely very exciting. I'm looking to get back into it, but uh, I heard a coworker mention they wish there was a younger because their their kids like watching and playing along, mm-hmm. but they're not coordinated enough to set the sails and like follow the mission, and it's just a little more advanced than them. Yeah. They wish they had a kind of a Sea of Thieves baby server where they wouldn't be griefed and they could just. He said. <laughs> They spent a lot of time in the boat trying to get the sails up and firing the cannons and just haphazardly dropping the anchor. Right. And it would be cool to have, for them to have a place where they could just goof off with that. Yeah, I mean, you could just do that because uh, actually the last couple of times and we've been on at 9.30, 10 o'clock at night and yeah. it, it's been a struggle to find some people. Um, so, I mean, it's out there and you can mess around. Uh, but, you know, it'd be difficult to say because unless you... You know, and they may get to that point where they allow the like private server set up mm-hmm. and make your own kind of game, that sort of thing, to where you can do that. But um, I've also heard it mentioned because you'll know how about the communication and stuff. It seems like there's like a built-in communication, like you, it organically figured out. People play music back and forth to signify yeah. things because people because end up they'll run all their missions and stuff and everything they want to do for the night, and then at the end of the night they got a ship with eight thousand bananas and twenty thousand cannonballs, and yeah, and they want to give their stuff to somebody. And help them on their rest right. of their playthrough. And there's no way to say, you know, you're just chasing after somebody. Like, yeah. I want to give you my cannonballs and bananas. Well, they, they've got the, uh, the the speaking trumpet where you can you can kind of let people know. And a lot of people will take it upon themselves to go hang out in the tavern or something. Yeah. And, you know, wait for somebody to spawn. Wait for a team to spawn in. And then try to let them know, hey, you know, I'm not really here to kill you or anything i just want you guys to take all the stuff since we are most people don't really care though uh, I, w- I will have to say that i've seen a lot of crates and stuff that people will leave out um some people will leave a chest randomly to be found um there's a so that's kind of fun there's several tributes in game uh for uh members or of the gaming community that are no longer with us that people will go and pay tribute to and leave chests at and stuff like that i've seen that when that xbox guy passed yeah. it's it's pretty interesting community and uh like i said unfortunately there's just not a lot of time in the day because uh, you know even if you're just running a mission or two you're looking at 30 45 minutes 
Um, and that's 30 or 45 minutes that I may have been spending on Halo or PUBG in the last week. So, But that is your Sea of Thieves news for this week. Our weekly Your Sea of Thieves bulletin is brought to you by... This month's Game Club game, Banjo-Kazooie. Fuck this game. Cesar, I think you have impressions. Russell, you have impressions. I have not touched it. Ha! I've played a Game Club game and you haven't. I mean, you still got, what, like... A week? You have eight more days not to play it? One more episode? I might pop it in. I might download it. I think I have it locally on it's my... It's on Game Pass. Oh, wait. I don't have Game Pass. I have multiple copies of... Rare Hard replay. copy Banjo-Kazooie. Mm-hmm. I have two copies of Rare Replay. And I have my digital pre-order bonus for pre-ordering Nuts and Bolts at EB years ago. I did start to panic because this is when I was waiting for you to get onto PUBG. And uh, you were like, it's going to be a couple of minutes. So I just went to the Game Pass because I remember you guys saying it was on there. And I was just looking at the covers. I wasn't looking at the names. And I saw Banjo and Kazooie on like three different things. And I was like, what the hell? Which one am I getting? Because there's... Uh, Benjo Tui mm-hmm. and Nuts and Bolts. Nuts and Bolts is on there too. Nuts and Bolts is totally different from the first two. Some people love it, some people hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate the first one. Fuck that. <laughs> All right, what do you what do you dislike about it? Um, so I will say that I'm I'm coming in biased uh, because I started up the game and if if I hadn't known and just downloaded that I was playing Banjo Kazooie, yeah. I would have thought I was jumping into Donkey Kong sixty four. Mm-hmm. Sounded the same. Uh, even the sounds of the characters sounded the same until they started talking, which was very weird. How do they like, speak? It's only the drowning in water. Yeah, that's nonstop. Like, just push the head under this limb die. I would have thought. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought somebody uh, had messed up with the sound. Um, if if I didn't know that that was going to be it going in, because it, at least in the other games, there's there's a pause. Like, as if they were actually speaking words instead of just... Right? Just nonstop. Um, There's no English, right? It's just these noises across yeah. The, yeah, all the sound effects. Noises. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even with the... Wh- There's sound effects for everything. <laughs> so, every item you pick up, you get a sound effect. There's a lot of music in that game. Yeah, I had a lot of things screaming at me. I had the honeycombs, the puzzles. <laughs> um, every time I got something... <laughs> It's just, it's hard to get through <laughs> a lot of things screaming at me. It's so hard to get through that beginning with bottles because it's every fucking thing. Yeah, you go up to it's like you got to do it like this, and he just goes on and, and fucking goes on. I didn't do the training, so I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, well done. You're yeah. better off. And then uh, I just kind of like. But you've played three this- D. You've been playing three D platformer since you can. Right. Since we were gaming. Right. But but there's a lot of move sets in this game. This is probably one of the ones where. You need at least he, a book or something to tell you what controller buttons to hold. He down. even rolls like Donkey Kong. Yeah. I got angry. Everything looked like Donkey Kong 64. But the, the story wasn't as good. Um, I thought it was... I did, I did not prefer it. It was not to my liking. How far did you get? Like, what did you do? Did uh, you collect the jingies and all that? I unlocked um, uh, Mumbo's Mountain, Misty Mountain Hop. And that was it. That was it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, you just did the overworld. He's at yep. the beginning. You did Gruntilda's layer. That was it. 
And then I I, I saw you uh, playing it when I when I booted up my Xbox that time. So yeah. I stopped, I saved, I went to exit game, and it gave me this like thirty minute game over session. Oh yeah, when the the sister loses, I did I I did that too. I, was like, I just want to leave the game. Yeah, I just want to leave the, the game. Yeah. She killed they kill they kill her at the when you try to exit the game. They, and no, they end up leave, swapping right? bodies. They swap her body. Yeah. So Grintilda becomes younger, and then the yeah. sister becomes like she comes out. Yeah. So you get the darkest timeline. Just try, just trying to save and quit. It makes, it make, it makes, <laughs> I think you. It makes more sense to get that when you, you lose all your lives and sit there when you're just trying to exit the fucking game. Yeah, right. After you saved and stopped, like let the villain win once you've died that, and run out of. That lives. gives me reason not to fucking lose lives. It's to see that bullshit thing again. So as opposed to leave the game. <laughs> How far did you get, Cesar? Um, right towards the end. I got past uh. Clunker. The fish thing. Oh god, that, that was like way past that. That's Click Clock Woods, I think it's called. I heard that music's really good. It's got over. I mean, the whole music in the game's got the same theme. It just kind of changes depending on where you go in the right. Place. So and it's like you get different sound effects of the original theme depending on if you go to the mansion to be more ghoulish and Halloweenish versus if you go to a Rusty uh, Bucket Bay, then it's more of a shanty type stuff. So nautical. Mm-hmm. But you were, also, the, you were in the woods last time, last week, I think, with the different seasons. Is that the right place? That's Michael Clickwater. was talking about it. No, he was talking about that, but okay. that's the one I just passed on there. Where that's probably the most. I mean, I don't know. It's okay. I still prefer Mar sixty four more, but um, that's that's the one that's the most different out of all the levels because you go into one overworld and you get four separate levels depending on the seasons. So you have to open the door. You have you have to go into spring and then unlock summer and unlock fall and unlock winter. And there's certain thing, certain tasks you do in spring, summer, fall, and winter that kind of follow each other. So there's one on there where you have to hatch a baby eagle in spring, feed it in the summer, feed it in the fall. And then it becomes a full fledged eagle in the winter. It'll fly off. It's a cool concept. You, and leave you a jiggy. Um, <laughs> once it's fun. Once fun one time. But you said so, there's what eight or six. Six or eight in every level. There's ten, ten jiggies in every ten level. Ten jiggies, yeah. So it's it's um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's, it's you gotta be careful with the fucking Donkey Kong Country thing. Rare it's a different, kinda, it's a different era. Rare kind of ruined it for themselves because that the, the whole Donkey Kong bullshit. But it's I had the same concept when I played it, but it's fine. I mean, it all it's very similar to Mario 64. I mean, there's like you know I don't think what was it with like five or six stars in each level. This one has ten, and they're pretty much the same thing. You just do certain tasks to get the star. Yeah, that's yeah. You had the I mean, secret stars. Too. You had the hundred yellow coins and the ten red coins. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and you know the, the eight red, the red coins. Eight red coins. The red coins, and this is the Jinju Jinjus, and yeah. then um, the the musical notes are the coins. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a carbon copy. I mean, it was bad enough where I just did the Xbox app, where I just had something on Netflix and just played through it because it's just there's nothing for me to sit there and. And fuck around and, and watch and get a story out of it. It's just mostly just gameplay. So I can sit there and just do a puzzle. Right. It's mostly a puzzle to solve the game. And then you just... See, that was my problem, though, going into it, too. Is, um, at least with... At least, there again, in my opinion, Donkey Kong 64, there's more of a story going into it than jumping into Banjo-Kazooie and it's just this witch. And Is oh, there actually I, more of a story in DK or are you just invested in those characters? I think it's a combination of both. I mean, well, even then, I think DK came after Banjo Kazooie, so. I, 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 I don't know. DK they, was at the very end of the '64. I mean, that, I think that they had make sense. they had time to evolve. I mean, it, it's hard for us to go in there and play this game after mm-hmm. everything else we played. Yeah. And that's why I live with that. I am biased 
But I, I did not have the level of investment starting off that game that I did with Donkey Kong. Was DK64 the last one with the, the Kringlings? What are those things called? The, the Gator things? It's King K. Rule. Yeah. It's like Koopalings, but it's not Koopalings. Kremlins. Kremlins, yeah. Kremlings. I don't remember them being in the uh, returns. They're not in returns. Yeah. It's those... Um, or Tropical Freeze. Tropical Freeze mm-hmm. is those... Uh, penguins. Penguins, yeah. yeah. Walrus. The mask is... Uh, the mask is... Uh, yep, the first one. Returns, yeah. It's like the jungle. Yep. Booga booga. Yeah, everything's a rip off of uh, Crash Bandicoot. Bring back King K. Roll. I need to get insane for Switch. I want to get it too. My copy just came in. Damn. I jumped right. in the new egg, so... But yeah, I mean, outside of that, I mean, I'm, I'm up to the point now where I, I just don't think I'll finish the game because I'm at the end. This is, I was right at the fucking end, and it's, it's just a game show where you have to, they pop up these little squares. Michael mentioned that. And you got a square that, there's one with Banjo-Kazooie where they'll drop you on there, and then they'll ask you a question like, so on this, um, where at, did you find this frog at, and how to do this thing, and then that gives you a list for the levels, and then. You gotta list the level. There's another one where you have to do a visual aid where they show you a picture of a random thing and nine times out of ten it's the same fucking window you see throughout half the levels and it's like, from which level did you see this window? <laughs> and this is a lot of bullshit and then you lose uh, honeycombs as you go down and make mistakes. So it's like, and then you get a couple in between to refill them but it, it's, it's, it's a fucking annoying as hell because like you just try to play the game but you you're, you're succumb to this bullshit. Yeah. It's not hard, it's just bullshit. I mean, if you play... Can you look up the answers? It's so... It's so big and diverse and the answer the answer log is so huge that you was and it gives you 10 seconds and you can't pause it ah. so it, it goes down you don't have enough time to sit there and go so they put a lot of time into making yeah. this trivia you game. have to go in there and know it, it's expected for somebody who when this game came out that there wasn't a lot of games on the 64 that people would just sat there and played the shit out of this game right and there, there's one on there it's a sound aid where they, they're like go 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 which was that which animal makes us noise? Oh hell no! And so and it gives you a list. And I was like, I, they all sound the fucking same to me. I'm sitting here like I just have to guess. The only one I can think of is the fucking Gobi the camel because it's like it sounds the same. That's the only one that I can tell that's different than everything else. But um, I, you I'll, have to play this part. You like, have this to. Is the part of the this, progression. Yeah, this is towards the end. It's it's bullshit. So it's like I'm sitting here like I don't think I'll beat this <laughs> game. Face. Yeah. I, don't think I, I know y'all can't see Russell's face, but I put I put eleven hours in this game, and I just don't think I'll beat it because it's like I get to this point where it's like it's just me literally just doing these questions over and over again until I get them memorized in my head. And we're like, okay, I know this is it. I know this is it. And then the the biggest bullshit Damn. is they give you a physical challenge, kind of like a double there. So it's like they'll put you in the bosses you fought in the regular level, and you're just like, all right, beat this boss, and I lose half my honeycombs on that bitch, and then I'm still missing questions, and I lose the rest. So it's like it's just it's just bullshit. It's not impossible. It's just bullshit. That sounds like poor design. Yeah, that's what I was, and that's what I was getting at with the, the intro story. Like, there's not a lot in there to hook the player, at least there, in my opinion. There's not a lot. I wasn't invested in it at all. It's, and this sounds cheap as hell. It, this is like until at that point, it's just a, this game is like a fucking carbon copy of uh, Mario. I mean, the girl gets kidnapped. You got to save her. The only difference is instead of it being Princess Peach, it's a, your sister. It's a and then Crash Bandicoot. You, yeah, that work. Yeah, that works too. Same era. And, um, I mean, it's just, it, and which it works well too because it's like me getting the stars in Mars 64. There's points in Panja Kazoo where I'm just doing the jiggies and it's just very similar. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's stuff on there, it makes it tolerable, but it's not something that sat there and had me glued. I mean, like I said, there's most of them I did through the 
Xbox app and just had Netflix playing where I just sat there and done it and just kept watching the show and then get yeah. back into it. Done it. And there was a lot of idle in there when I was playing. Yeah. I, I mean, there was nothing in there that I probably did. A, I probably played that game like I did 64 games back in the day. I probably played a level a day. I didn't sat there all day. I just sat there. I was like, oh, I'll just beat this level today. And yeah. just, just kept it going after that. It's I mean, a good pace. You gonna play anymore? Also? I do not see myself playing. <laughs> no interest with that good. fucking board show. That that damn trivial game show at the end has just ruined it for me because I got right at the end and I'm like, I cannot believe this this bullshit right here. I'm, I'm it's gonna fuck me over. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to honeycombs, jiggies, and puzzle pieces and whatever else you are have to collect. Oh, the gingos, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really big into collecting and crafting in games, anyways. And especially since I've already got God of War started, and I'm eager to get back to it, but I want to dedicate some good, out, solid hours to it. Yeah. We've started our Halo marathon now, and then uh, there's always PUBG and Sea of Thieves just waiting to be played. We're probably um, a week away from roping Cesar into ODST. Yep. Are you down for some ODST? I've been waiting. I mean, there's so many other. Uh, my, my Dory. We talk about this at least <laughs> twice a week too. Is like you know our my my current playlist right now is way too long. Yeah. I'm not looking at you know I've got an impression. All right, I'm, I may play the first level because I feel like I need to at least get past the overworld. Um, but I, I don't really see myself playing it, past. Misty play the Mountain Misty Hop. Mountain Hop because you'll get the you'll if, get if the you, gist of the if game. If you do the first level, I think that's what you'll need to see what this game is about. If you sit there and just grab everything in the first level, like all that is there often. You, you don't have to go through the whole game. I think there's like 10 levels. You don't have to go through it all. I think the first level would sit there and give you an opinion. Give it like enough it's, impression. It's pretty mm-hmm. much the same fucking thing except the variety and difficulty because the only time it gets really difficult is any of the puzzle solving. I think was Rusty Bucket was the first one because you had to go in there, go into one part of the ship, hit a button to slow down the propellers, go into another part of the ship, hit down two buttons to slow down the propellers completely to get a jigging between the propellers and the bottom of the ship because it's constantly turning. And you get, 60, and you get 60 seconds. So if you sit there and you f- take too long or you fuck up and fall somewhere, mm-hmm. you're done. Is it I a mean, swimming level? You yeah, because then you have to get down there and yeah, swim to swimming. propel it. The swimming on that game is off. That's where I stopped with the clinker. Well, and the worst thing about it is when you get in the water, it's toxic water, so you lose your health twice oh, as fast. Okay. So it, there's some there's some things that gets to the end of it. It's just bullshit, and I got it. I beat it, but I was like, it took me way longer than I wanted to, and it was it was mostly frustrating. <laughs> it was mostly like what Russell said, mm-hmm. where I'll fall off somewhere. Like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, okay. That's it. Fuck this game. I'm done. I'm, I'm running in the corner and then the camera turns hard and I'm falling off. I'm like, <sighs> okay, cool. I hate that. Adam Sessler running into the wall. So I mean, if Resident you, Evil style. If you beat the first level, I think you would see what the game has to offer, and it's. I'll give it thirty minutes. It's a poor man's version of Mario sixty four. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it. Some people prefer it. Blasphemy. We're gonna get dozens of hate mail. That's I'll. I'll Send those letters to Russell at nofodcast at gmail.com. I will own all of it, and that's fine. Because I, I sat there and all like, this is just like a poor man's version of Mario 64. I'm not a big, a lot of people enjoy the, the humorous writing. There is parts in there where they just, the witch just randomly says stuff on there. I just, I just, it's just annoying to me. I'm like, get off the fuck off my screen. I'm just yeah. trying to move on there. And that's it's British humor. humor. It's British yeah. humor, isn't yeah. it? It was Rare. bad. It was, it was like for a, maybe a 10 year old. <laughs> and maybe that was the target audience, <laughs> but it was. Who is the prettiest of them all? Like, really? That, that's good. That's going to be our, our major focus here. This is our most the... hated game club game. <laughs> uh, I didn't even play it, which I have yet to do to a game you're club right. game. Yeah, you skip out on that, you'll be fine. I mean, it's all right. It kept my attention enough to get up to 10 hours into that fucking board, board game. I, at that point, I was like, after an hour and that, I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to beat this shit. So nope. I was like, 
No mas. I gave I gave it the the world's best try. Pass. I even downloaded. There's a algorithm where you can sit there and answer certain questions, and they'll tell you how the if you click on that answer, wow. it'll tell you what's the you next possible some, question that it will be for that answer. You put in some effort. And I tried that. I'm like, because I, well, I sat there for ten hours. I was like, I want to beat this shit. I'm like, I don't want to get taken out by a fucking board game at the end. I'm like, but it's like fucking Monopoly at the end. I just can't beat that shit. So. Death by Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. All right, that's our game club impressions. Listeners, let us know. Uh, you can let us know by email, nofodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter accounts, Instagram, we're nofodcast on all of that. You can download the podcast uh, through Stitcher, Overcast, iTunes, Google Play. All those are under nofodcast no as well, or you can search for no outside food or drink. But uh, I think that's all for us this week. Hopefully, we'll have Michael back next week, and we'll catch y'all later. Bye. Yep. Fuck. Hey, listen. Fuck Banjo.